everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Toot here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court. Hi, I'm the Asian sensation Kanji. You're listening to Queen's Court. Hi guys, this is the Queen of Queen's Massage talking, and I am so happy to introduce you to the Queen's Court. Okay. I'm back with a very special guest, Lo, from Wrestling Windown. Hello, ma'am. How are you? Hello. I am great. How are you? So good. I'm so glad that you're here to talk Elimination Chamber with me today. I am... I don't know if I'm looking forward to this pay-per-view or I don't know what to expect from this pay-per-view. I don't know. What, do you, what are your thoughts and feelings about it? I mean, I kind of feel the same way. Um, with the Saudi Arabia show, it seemed like they were so focused on that. And this happened before with Evolution, where Mm. it's like they forget that they have another pay-per-view coming up, and they're like, oh, we actually have another pay-per-view. It's (laughs) called Elimination Chamber, so let's throw together some matches. And it's like, okay, well, I guess we'll watch it. I know. It's so strange to me to to have that feeling, but you're so right with that call to Evolution. They have so many other things going on, especially with um, the show in Saudi that's just like... Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess we have to throw this together <laughs> on the road to WrestleMania. But I, I don't know, Lo. It's it's a little bit weird. I want to say hi to Conrad, who's in the chat, who came to join us. Um, it's a little strange, Lo. Um, and I, I feel like I want to be excited about it. So I'm hoping, like, since we're going to be chatting about it together, <laughs> we'll get, like, a little more, yeah. <laughs> a little more into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think it will be a good show. I, you know, I looked at the updated card this morning and I saw that they added one more match. So I feel like they have a strong card. It's just, it probably would have gotten a better fan reaction if they were more prepared. Yeah. I I, I feel the same way. <laughs> like, I don't know if I was putting together pay-per-view, I think I would be building towards it. I don't know. I feel like they did kind of a uh, job on this week's Raw and SmackDown, but I mean, it is what it is. Let's try to get ourselves excited for it. Let's see what we got. Um, so let's start with this United States Championship match, uh, which is, of course, Andrade and Humberto Carrillo. Um, what are we thinking about this match? I know that they've been, I know Andrade has been off kind of TV recently. He was at the Saudi show, um, but they've been building a lot with Angel Garza in Carrillo. But now we have this U.S. title match because Andrade is, of course, the champion. So I'm kind of wondering what you think about this matchup. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit rushed now that we see that Andrade is back. I feel like they kind of put pause on the storyline when he you know failed the wellness policy and he was um on hold for 30 days and now they kind of just put play on the oh i'm sorry that's on the storyline again so it's like it's a little bit weird from like a fan perspective but i think it's going to be a good match their match on monday with the tag match was pretty good so i know they're going to bring a lot to the table they're both really good performers but i think a lot of people if they were just watching, they'd be like, well, this isn't what we've been seeing with Garza and Carrillo. Now it's, you know, Andrade. So it's a little bit confusing. And I'm not sure how I feel about um, Zelina Vega. You know, I can't tell if she's a business um, a business manager with Garza or what's going on. I have no idea. I feel like they really shot themselves in the foot with this whole thing. 
I know, I know they had the issue with Andrade, but like she didn't really need to be on TV then. You know what I mean? I feel like if that was going to be the thing, then they should have just held it off until they were ready to bring him back. Because now she's managing Garza, exactly. sort of, kind of. <laughs> and then they, then he has now has heat with Carrillo. So then why isn't it like all three of them in a match? I, I don't, I'm just kind of like trying to figure out where they're going with this. And guys in the chat. Sense. Yeah, it doesn't make <laughs> sense. And then they have Rey Mysterio kind of involved. Like, I don't know. Like, is that what they're trying to build for Mania, maybe? This, like, fa maybe a Fatal 4-Way match? Mm, maybe. I mean, clearly there would be some alliances there since you have two heels and two faces. So I don't really know how that would go. I know. I just, it feels so freaking weird. Um, but I think that I'm going to pick Andrade to retain. What about you? I think I am, too. I think they really want to put him back on track to where he was as this strong competitor who, you know, was in NXT. He did a fantastic job, and now he's on the Raw roster. So I see them just keeping his momentum going. I think so as well. Um, I, Colin says in the chat that he think Andrade is going to retain. Conrad says, no really long-term planning. Yeah, man, that's what we're kind of saying yeah. here. It's like, what? where are we going with this? I feel like this is super short-sighted. But yeah, I think Andrade is going to retain. Chat sound off if you think that he is as well. I, I don't think it's time for Creo to have a belt. It doesn't make sense at this stage in their feud, if it is a feud. Right. I don't know. <laughs> what's going on we'll just, we'll just see what happens but it is what it is <laughs> but from this uh title match to another title match we're gonna start talking about the brand new raw tag team champions the street profits are going to be facing the monday night messiah seth rollins and i don't like calling him just murphy so i'm just gonna say but murphy like i don't like it either <laughs> i don't like it at all um putting the tag titles on street profits was so much fun to watch. It was my favorite thing about Raw on Monday. And I just, uh, it was so exciting to see them finally get it. And, and the hype was there. And I thought um, Montez really showed off in this match. And just like, what a star. Mm -hmm. he, he's so much fun to listen to on the mic. And I knew for a little while when they were, um, when they made the transition from NXT to Raw, that they kind of had them in this like backstage narrator role. And, you know, the hype guys, so to speak. And they're great at that because they're funny, but it's so nice to see them with these tag team titles. What about you? What do you think? I agree 100%. I think at first people were very apprehensive about them being just kind of like, almost like the intermission of Monday Night Raw. Like they would say a couple funny things and then you wouldn't see them again. And people were wondering, well, why did you bring them up from NXT where they were having a pretty strong run to Monday Night Raw to just kind of kick it, you know? But now we see them as tag team champions, and I feel like they couldn't be in a better spot. They, you know, they're having great matches, and I definitely feel like it's just going to continue. Yeah, I think so, too. And I also feel like if you're going to take it from Seth and Buddy Murphy and put it on the Street Profits at this juncture, they clearly have a lot of faith in the Street Profits. Um, and, and I don't think it would make any sense to pull them off of them like a week later. It, it's so... Oh, I mean, listen, sometimes WWE makes weird decisions. <laughs> so I can't say it won't happen, but I can say I really don't think it would be the smartest move. I also think that there's going to be more storyline for Seth as we move towards Mania with exactly. Kevin Owens, do you think? That might be where they're going? Yes. I thought that when on Monday when Kevin Owens got involved in the match, I was like, okay, they're not – like they don't really want the focus to be on the tag team championships at this point. Right. Because – 
you know, obviously they want Seth to be in WrestleMania, but I don't see it in a tag team spot. I see it as like a single spot. So putting him in with Kevin Owens is like the perfect situation. I mean, obviously Buddy Murphy could be involved in the WrestleMania match, whether it's like ringside or he gets involved in the match, but I don't see him being like actually a part of the match. Yeah, I don't see him doing that either. I can see like shenanigans with him for sure. Because that's what Seth's up to these days. <laughs> but I don't I don't really think that it's necessary to take the titles off of them after just giving it to him. So I say Street Profits all the way. Uh, Colin in the chat says Street Profits. I assume you're going with Street Profits as well. I am, yes. Yes. I love a fun tag team. I really wish, <laughs> I really, really, truly wish that um, WWE would showcase them much, much more. And I'm hoping that's what they're going to do by keeping these tag titles on these guys that we're going to start to see some more competitive matches with, with them, or like maybe the Viking Raiders, maybe AOP will actually get involved as a, as a real true tag team. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I mean, I think raw has a lot of tag teams that are just kind of sitting by the wayside, like even, Ryder and Hawkins mm. it's like they're kind of just mm. chilling like we haven't heard from them and last year at this time weren't they champions I believe they were yeah yeah facing so, the revival at mania yeah exactly so it's like a weird dynamic like you have these tag teams that were on top of their game a year ago and now we haven't heard from them in however long so let's get some new talent in there let's do it <laughs> Look at us. We're trying, guys. We're trying so hard. <laughs> Listen, we have great ideas. What can we say? Um, but moving on from this match, we could talk about the Intercontinental Championship, which I have to be honest with you, I kind of forgot about. Is that terrible to say? I feel like I'm I'm like so bad. I'm mad at myself. That I forgot about it. <laughs> it's okay. It happens. I was like, oh, Braun has it. That's right. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. No, but I looked it up this morning and I was like, really? Okay, oh, I'm prepared. Okay, well, great. <laughs> Glad I paid attention. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I just, it totally spaced my brain. But Braun is the champion. And um, maybe it's because, I don't know, maybe it's because they haven't, he hasn't been wrestling with it. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Um, but uh, Noob also said the Street Profits retained. Sorry, buddy, I forgot to say that. Um, but this Intercontinental Championship match, it's not just an ordinary match. It's a handicap match so it's braun versus shinsuke sammy and cesaro braun versus so all, just all three of them split the belt up in three pieces so one person gets the left side someone <laughs> gets the middle and then someone gets the right side if they win like how does that work i i, I guess <laughs> maybe the, yeah maybe they'll like do what um regina george did in mean girls <laughs> oh no excuse me not regina um uh what uh Kat yes what katie did yes when she broke it up and gave a piece to Regina and a piece to Janice and a piece to everybody, right? Maybe they'll do that with the IC title. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, Noob says this handicap match is a terrible idea. Well, as we're quoting I Mean think. Girls, I think we think so too. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Mags is in the chat. Hello, my friend. We're just talking about this, <laughs> this weird match. Um, I, I mean, yeah, you're exactly right. If... If they were to allow these three people to win, what would happen? I don't know. I don't think they know. I think they just <laughs> kind of threw it together. And I mean, you think about it. Like, Cesaro, Shinsuke, and Sami Zayn. Like, that is a perfect team. But it's like, you have one championship that you're going for. Like, clearly, either they're all going to hold the championship or someone's going to turn on someone to try and pin Braun to get that championship. Like, there's just no way. 
Yeah. Because it's not like we're in New Japan where we have trios titles. It's just, it's not a thing. So what are we doing? (laughs) I think they're great together, but this is just like a very silly match. I would rather you just either have a singles match, a triple threat, or none at all. So I I feel like it's an obvious Braun Strowman to retain. Are we we feeling that? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I think so. I think they're trying to put Braun back in this spot where he's like this undefeatable monster type character. Sure. So having him beat three people will make him look like the character that they want. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's only serving that purpose and there's really not much else we can say. But why? Why We don't know. Three performers, three great performers is what I don't understand. I know. I totally agree. And I love these three. Really, I do. I just think it's an absolute waste of talent. Like, maybe do a gauntlet match then. <laughs> like, why does it have to be one on three? We, uh, exactly. I hate when they do this kind of stuff. Uh, Colin says, this match is absolutely dumb. Braun retains, who cares? Yeah, they're not making me care about it. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and Nubinko says, Braun retains. Yeah, I think we're all on the same page, guys. I think we're all on the same page with this pay-per-view. <laughs> don't know what's going on but what i am excited for and i will be honest with you that i am i'm looking forward to this one tentatively because of how much i love the people in it and that of course is alistair black versus aj styles in a no dq match now i'm a huge alistair black fan like from the second that he appeared in nxt i was like oh hello who are you (laughs) You are very cool. I'm into this creepiness. Like, what's going on? And, I, and I've and i been really waiting for them to utilize him since they've mm-hmm. moved him from NXT to Raw. And I've been waiting, and I've been waiting. And then they made that weird thing with Ricochet, and that was interesting. And, and I'm still waiting. And You're just so patient. I'm, st- I'm being super patient. <laughs> and I've, I've been waiting for people to knock on his door. And then he had that great run with Buddy Murphy. I mean, how great were those matches? Those are really good. Top of the line. I mean, they were so good. And then now we're back to waiting. And now he's in a program with AJ Styles, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. It's awesome. And he beat Carl uh, Anderson and Luke Gallows. And then, of course, lost to AJ later. <laughs> but I'm excited for this. AJ is one of the best, I think, in the business. Has been for a while. It's disappointing that Alistair lost and finally broke the... Um, undefeated streak if you will that he was on that was a little bit disappointing but i'm hoping that the match we're actually going to get is going to be good and then we'll kind of talk about maybe what will happen later but what are your thoughts on this match um i don't know i feel like aj's probably gonna win this one just because they want him to have a strong showing going into wrestlemania Mm -hmm. um i feel like there isn't really a path that I see Alistair going down to be like in a WrestleMania match and honestly like this irritates me but they're probably gonna put him on the pre-show in the Andre the Battle Andre the Giant Battle Royal if they have one this year that's what it's gonna come down to and it's like he has so much talent and like you said when he came on the spot in NXT it was like oh my god who is this you know and they just haven't utilized him properly I feel like he is capable of so much more than what they're doing, but I definitely see AJ probably picking up the win here. Yeah, that's a good thought. And, and the only thing that I want to post to you, because I've been thinking about this since the I read about, I didn't watch the Saudi show, but uh, I read about that The Undertaker showed up, you know, for AJ and, and took him out and stuff. But And then I saw, of course, mm-hmm. when he um, 
was discussing it on Raw about how he lost the the trophy thing he was supposed to win and whatever. So I'm wondering if you think that The Undertaker is going to show up here. And if he does, do you think that he's going to cost AJ the match to further the heat between them two and kind of give the, the Undertaker rub, if you will, to Aleister Black by allowing him to win? Mm, that's a hard one. I think... I don't, I don't see Undertaker coming out. I maybe see the lights going out and then AJ's just laid out. I see something like that happening, mm-hmm. but I don't see him getting involved in the match. I feel like when I think of the Undertaker, I think of like, he always, it seems like he always comes out at like the end of the match and he does something and he throws people off. Right. I feel like I don't see it like in the middle of the match or when the match is about to come like to an end before the bell rings. But, I mean, you never know. Like, it is WrestleMania season, and we've only seen The Undertaker once for this storyline. Right. So they they could definitely throw us off here. Yeah, I also agree with you. I think that's a really good point. They normally save him for after the match for some sort of shenanigans going on to further the storyline. Right. So he could, like, AJ could get the win here and then Taker comes or does something, like you said, like the lights go out or he's messing with AJ or something like that happens. But the other part of me is like, it is mania season. We only saw him, for those of us who watched the Saudi show, at the Saudi show. He handily took out AJ relatively quickly and that's it. So I'm I'm wondering if they are going to have him come here. I just feel like, oh, and I agree with you about the Aleister Black thing. I think also, it's not his time for a mania thing, and that's super disappointing. Um, so I would love to see him face off with The Undertaker before The Undertaker officially retires. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. Pass, the, pass the torch, in a way, to another kind of creepy soul guy. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to feel like I'm going to go with Alistair to win, because I really do think The Undertaker's going to show up in the match this time. Just because I think they have to do something for the storyline. But I'm going to say right. that... You, I would not be surprised at all if what you said comes true. So I feel like it could go either way. (laughs) Um, But Nubinko said, I think Undertaker's going to interfere and allow Alistair to win. And Colin says Alistair Black wins. So I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't be surprised at all if AJ got the win and then then the Undertaker came out. But we shall certainly see. Should be interesting. It'll be interesting either way. (laughs) Because, you know, getting the Undertaker involved... that's what I feel is missing. And I don't know how you're feeling about this road to WrestleMania build, but I think it was like really hot around the rumble time. And then like right mm-hmm. after the rumble it was really hot. And it's kind of cooled off for me a little bit. I feel like we need a little bit of electricity back in the road to WrestleMania. And I feel like, you know, nothing pops quite like the undertaker. Well, I think even the inclusion of John Cena, like oh, yes, we were talking about this on, on our show and you know, John Cena, he brings people, and it's like no one expected him to be back for WrestleMania this year. Mm-hmm. And seeing mm-hmm. him come back to face the Fiend is like, okay, I might have to watch that. You know what I mean? Yep, I totally agree. So I, th- I think definitely bringing in the Undertaker and John Cena, it kind of brings that nostalgic feeling back. Like if you start watching wrestling years ago, obviously you know these two people, and it would make you want to watch WrestleMania more. Maybe you haven't been watching wrestling for the last couple of years because you haven't seen familiar faces. So I feel like WWE is smart with having these two superstars involved just because 
it will bring more people to watch WrestleMania as a whole. I think you're right. I think you're totally right about that. And I, and that's why I'm kind of disappointed that they're not doing the Men's Elimination Chamber this year because I was kind of hoping to see John Cena in there, but I guess we're, we're skipping that. <laughs> so, um, but we are getting... I a, have some on that one. <laughs> I'm sure you do. And I want you to talk about them because we're going to roll right into what we are getting from the men. And that is the men's tag team elimination chamber match, um, which has the following teams, the current SmackDown tag team champions, the Miz and Morrison, the Usos, the New Day, Heavy Machinery, um, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler and Lucha House Party um, representatives would be Kalisto and Dorado. So... Let's talk about it. We're not getting a men's elimination chamber. We're getting a SmackDown tag team elimination chamber match. What are we thinking? I feel like this might be an unpopular opinion. Maybe people agree with me. Like, this is honestly disappointing because when you think of elimination chamber, before we had the women, we had the men. Mm -hmm. And it was that was the premise of the pay-per-view. You had the men's elimination chamber to figure out who's going to face either the world heavyweight champion or the WWE champion. I know the titles are different now, but it's like the people that they're facing. Okay, obviously we knew that after Drew McIntyre won, that left one title to be, you know, determined. But it's like they plugged Roman in to face off against Goldberg, which, I mean, yeah, it was obvious that that was going to happen, but it's like now we're kind of like, okay, well, we still need a men's elimination chamber, so let's just do it for the tag team titles, which I'm kind of like, I don't know why they didn't do it for the Intercontinental or the United States title, mm -hmm. or why didn't they throw NXT in there? We see Rhea Ripley's going up against Charlotte for her title at WrestleMania. Why aren't we weaving the NXT one of the NXT titles in here, make it interesting. It's like the tag team titles. I feel like some of these teams are kind of like random in this match. I yeah. mean, Morrison and Miz winning the titles. I did not see that whatsoever happening. Yeah. And they definitely did, huh? <laughs> I know. It was like, I saw that and I was like, wait, am I reading this right? But I think it's just personally for me, it's like, we saw what happened last year with the men's elimination chamber. Kofi Kingston showed up and he showed out. And I think a lot of people, that's what they expected again is for, you know, the underdog or someone that should have had a title shot by now to get in the elimination chamber and, you know, gain their spot and their opportunity at WrestleMania. But it's like now we're seeing a tag team match. And honestly, is it going to be on the main card? Is it going to be on the pre-show? That's my thought on it. Yeah, I, I feel like it should be on the pre-show because here's the thing with WWE booking of tag teams. They don't care about tag teams very much. No. So why do why do you and I care about that? Why do I care about a Smack team, SmackDown Tag Team Championship and Elimination Chamber? I don't. And my thoughts are exactly aligned with yours. Last year's Elimination Chamber was one of the highlights of the year for me. Watching that match and watching Kofi Kingston go at it with Daniel Bryan and the near falls right there, oh my goodness. You thought it was going to happen for Kofi that night so strong. I mean, it was booked perfectly top to bottom. So by the time we got to Mania, his win of that championship was just absolutely, undeniably one of the best moments of all time. Agreed. Uh, it's just like, oh my God, it was so good. This is so lazy. I agree. Why isn't NXT being represented at this pay-per-view? We're on the road to WrestleMania. Rhea Ripley and Does Charlotte. Does NXT take over 
our WrestleMania? No. <laughs> we we don't okay, have anything so we had all we had was sense. um all we had was portland take over portland on a on its own night which was great by the way but that happened a right. couple weeks ago so what are we doing <laughs> i don't know it's like feels like a whole mess low it feels like a whole mess and i feel like i would have loved to see like the north american championship like elimination tag team match cuz like who doesn't want to see keith lee yeah. Hello. <laughs> One of the biggest pops in the Royal Rumble is when he faced off against Brock Lesnar in the ring. You know, and it's like I think ugh, go ahead. Not to interrupt, but no, I please. WWE's almost having like a hard time intertwining the NXT brand with Raw and SmackDown almost. And we've seen these superstars come up um especially Shayna, and she's doing a great job, but it's like when it comes to putting an NXT um match on a raw or smackdown card it's like well what do we do it's like well we can't do that nxt is their own brand and yeah that makes sense but nxt should be seen as it like any other brand like raw or smackdown so i really don't understand why they didn't incorporate them going into wrestlemania i mean this is their last show mm -hmm. before wrestlemania so it doesn't really make sense to me it doesn't make sense to me at all and to be honest with you i'm, I'm kind of like annoyed <laughs> But what are we going to do? It is what it is. We can't change it. Um, I feel like they are a little lost. They're having trouble navigating. And um, I'm hoping that they kind of get it together as soon as we get to Mania. Because otherwise, I'm not going to be too excited about Mania, I feel like. But Miz and Morrison will retain their titles, Noob says. And Colin says, I'm saying heavy machinery here just to be different. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to pick Miz and Morrison to retain as well. I feel like this is their last championship run. And they didn't bring back together for nothing. So that's what I'm I thinking. Agree. You think so too? Yeah, I think um, Morrison coming back, I feel like they had to put a title on him almost, especially since he's older now. I feel like he probably had more demands when it came to where he wanted to be in his career. So I don't see him losing the title. I think they definitely want him in some capacity, whether it be the pre-show or the main show on WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um that's it. That's all I'm gonna, all we could say about this match. I think we, let's just talk about the ladies because you know what? That's going to make me excited. So let's yes, talk about that. Um, I'm actually really looking forward to this match. I know a lot of people on Twitter are all like, oh, it's so predictable and I think Shane is going to win and da da da. But I think it's still going to be excellent because of the women that are involved here. We, of course, have Natalia and Sarah Logan, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, all the former members of the Riot Squad. Asuka, and of course, Shayna Baszler for the Raw Women's Championship number one contendership match right there. And of course, this is going to happen at WrestleMania. So this is the traditional Elimination Chamber match that we're looking for. This is the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, obvious is not always bad. I'll say that. Obvious doesn't necessarily mean bad. Okay. I think they've right. been building towards a Becky-Shayna feud, a Becky-Shayna moment at Mania, I'm thinking that's kind of where this is leading to what they've been trying to do ever since, you know, that they started when Shayna was still in, at uh, champion at NXT all the way until now. Mm -hmm. That being said, I know there's a lot of opinions that people have about like, well, why have this match at all? If you're just going to have Baszler win, what's the what's the point of this? And a lot of folks are like, what if we get Asuka wins? What if she wins? Then we have uh, Becky Asuka 4 at Mania. I'm like, well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. 
and um, I've been thinking about it as well. I know that there's been some talk out there, and I'm wondering what you think about this, that they're going to have several women's matches on the card at Mania, like at least four. And yeah. I think and I think one of them <clears throat> is going to be the tag team match um, because they're they're having a uh, the Raw Women's Title, of course, the SmackDown mm-hmm. Women's Title, the NXT Women's Title. So there's three right there. And I know they're having some sort of women's match. I can't remember what it is now, um, off the top of my head. I don't. I, it's like a battle royale, but not a battle royale. I can't think of of what it is. I saw that out there. And then maybe tag titles. Maybe they'll finally defend them. I don't know. So I'm really curious as to your thoughts about the dynamic in this match with the women and what you think is ultimately going to happen. So, like you said, I think some people do think it's obvious, but. Even if Shayna does win this match, which I predict that she will because she's been very strong in her showings ever since she started on Raw, it's also building the other storylines that are involved. So, you know, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan, we saw the match this week with them, and Sarah Logan was the ref, and she ended up standing tall over all of them, which none of us saw coming. So I feel like this match will definitely, you know, further their storyline. So it's not only benefiting Shayna in this match, but it's also benefiting those three. Um, I feel like with Natalia, I feel like they always throw her in these matches and they either have her win and it's unpredictable or they don't have her win. And it's like, well, why do you keep on doing this to her? You know, she has been in WWE for so long now. And it's like, I always feel like they kind of push her by the wayside. And whenever they need someone who's very technical in the ring, who has experience, who, you know, she's from the Hart family, they throw her in, you know, and it's like she's not, she shouldn't be that performer. In terms of Asuka, I definitely agree. I think they're probably going to have a tag match with her and Kyrie, and I don't know who they're going to go against, but it's almost like, again, they're throwing a match together. These tag team titles have not been defended, mm-hmm. and we talked about this on our show. It's like, isn't there a rule that you have to defend your title within 30 days? I feel like there's rules, but then at the same time, like they don't even abide by their rules. So who even right. knows? I feel like the answer to your question is yes, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that they do it. Yeah. It's like, who are you going to throw in this match? I mean, yeah, Sasha and Bailey are strong, but Bailey's going to have her own match. So mm-hmm. that won't work. You can't bring in the Iconics because we haven't heard from them in however long. It's Maybe they'll bring up an NXT tag team. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting to watch, but... We need some planning behind it. We need some thought behind it if we're going to have them as the fourth match on the WrestleMania card. Yeah. I think you're right. They're going to have to do a lot of work. But I just don't see Asuka winning again. I feel like it has to be Shayna at this point. But there's right. a couple of comments in the chat that I want to read out because there's some very, very like interesting stuff here. So Noob says, I'm conflicted about this match because Vince has probably given up on Shayna's push. I've been reading this a lot. I have too. Because of her match with Kyrie. Because I know Kyrie looked great in that match compared to Shayna. And she didn't... I guess the thing that I've been reading is that Shayna didn't get enough of a reaction for, like, a push to Mania. I, I don't know. I don't know that that I feel the same way. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm reading that and I'm like, really? I, well, I mean, why? I think that NXT is, like, different. I know Triple H runs NXT and Vince is obviously in charge of the Raw and SmackDown shows, but... We see how strong Shayna was in NXT. And 
I feel like you don't really have to build her character up. She speaks for herself. She gets in the ring. She puts people in submission holds. She is a force to be reckoned with. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. we haven't really had that in a while. I feel like there haven't really been any women on the roster who when you see them, you're like, oh, God, she's going to kick someone's ass. Like, you see her and you're like, okay, she's all business. I think the biting thing that they had going on, I definitely did not like that. And I felt like... I don't know who came up with that, but that was weird. extremely weird. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I mean, I would hope at this point they're not slowing Shayna down. It would be extremely disappointing. I, yeah. I think they do weird things with NXT people, to be honest with you. I think that other than the Four Horsewomen, NXT stars haven't been booked correctly, and just in my opinion, on Raw and SmackDown. Finn Balor, Ricochet and Aleister Black, Shayna, Kyrie. I it's not the awesome. strongest position. I yeah, I agree with you. Um I think honestly, I think Ricochet had a chance, but mm-hmm. it's like now mm-hmm. they're putting him they had him in that match with Brock and it was like it made absolutely no sense. We yeah. knew that Brock was gonna win that match. So it's almost like they don't know what to do with him at this point. That's always like their excuse. It seems like, oh, I don't know. We don't know what to do with him. So we're just going to do this. Right. So it's, it's, it's silly. And Conrad said in the chat, look at the ricochet loss on Monday. I'm still baffled. Yeah, me too. I don't understand <laughs> what's going on. Mag says Natty adds a legitimacy to this match. I agree. She's one yeah. of the strongest, so- most solid, reliable talents that they have here. And it gives a, um, I don't want to say a buffer. That's not the right word, but it it gives that veteran status to a couple mm. of these other girls that I feel like, you know, Ruby's been out for a really long time. There's that right. going on. And, you know, Liv is, well, she's been through it. Poor thing. And um, with this Lana stuff, that was crazy. And, you know, Sarah Logan is, is up and coming and new. So, you know, with Shayna, Asuka and Talia, they have that solid, you know, veteran type foundation versus right. these three. So it definitely gives that. Uh, Conrad says Shayna to win. Colin, Shayna, um, and Noob says Shayna or Asuka. I mean, I feel like I'm the same way. Um, he also said, we're interested in the match between Asuka and Shayna on Monday. And I heard that WWE is protecting Asuka because of a fake injury. Hmm. I thought she was actually injured. I didn't know that she was fake injured. Interesting. I have not heard that. Hmm. I didn't hear that either. Um, I, I think my gut says Shayna. So that's where I'm going to stick. What do you think? I agree. I think Shayna's going to win this one. Yeah, I think so too. I think it just... I hope it's good. That's my that is my fervent hope <laughs> that it's a good as match. As long as no one gets bit, I'm fine. Yeah, as long like, as no one gets bit and fake blood comes out, then I'm good. <laughs> how, <laughs> how weird is that to say? <laughs> but so true. Gosh. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. But I was looking forward to a men's match. We're not getting it. We are getting the SmackDown one. I, I'm hoping that low key it's going to turn into something more positive than we're anticipating it to be. I, you know, I'm hoping to be surprised by it. Well, like, did you see there is a new addition? To there the is a new addition. Oh, do tell. Yes. Um, so we'll see Daniel Bryan go against Drew Gulak. Right. I, saw oh, that I forgot about that one. Yes, you're right. I exit out too quick. You're correct. We have Daniel Bryan <laughs> versus Drew Gulak. Um, yes. The brand new match that just got added yesterday, right? Yes. So this is interesting. So this has been something that's been going on on SmackDown. Um, Right. I love these two. So this match should hopefully be fun. I hope it's not on the pre-show. But Uh, 
I hope not either. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hope probably not. I'm hoping they're putting the SmackDown elimination on the pre-show, but I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> they won't. They'll probably put like Andrade on the pre-show or something would be, you know, my my ultimate guess there. But what do you think about Drew versus, um, I almost called him Brian. <laughs> I mean, Daniel. <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Too much uh, total um, Bellas. <laughs> I think this match should be a good one. I think they're both very technically savvy in the ring. And a couple months ago, I don't know if you remember this, when Daniel Bryan, he was done in his tag team um, run. And it kind of seemed like he didn't know what he was going to do next. And there were a lot of rumors online that he was going to go to 205 Live when they still had like their own specific brand. And I was really behind that because I felt like he would bring almost like a veteran status to them. And now seeing that he's in this match, it almost makes me feel the same way that, you know, a couple months how I felt with him being involved in this match with Drew, who was a member of the 205 roster. So um, I think it'll be a great match. I definitely see this not being their last match. I think WWE is really trying to build them up to get to Mania. Um, but I see Brian. I think there I go calling him Brian. I know. See, that's what happens. See Daniel winning. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so, too. I, I really like... Um, Drew Gulak a lot. I loved when he was the cruiserweight champion. I thought that he was just yes. absolutely stellar in that run. And I love them together. I think it's going to be a really dope technical wrestling match. Um, Mag says Gulak offering to show D. Bry a PowerPoint was amazing. Yeah, it's like the, <laughs> the old days. Um, Conrad says one wish. Brian versus Nakamura at WrestleMania. I mean, can we have nice things? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Bad Motorfinger says DB deserves better than a jobber match pre-show with Drew. You're right. I agree. I'm hoping it's not on the pre-show. I'm hoping they put like Andrade on the pre-show because I don't care about that one as much. <laughs> but Ooh. if wishes were fishes, <laughs> as my friend um, at uh, Headlock Talk would say, uh, Colin says Gulak to win. What do you think? You think Daniel or Drew? I feel like Daniel's going to win this one. Me too. That's my gut feeling. So we'll go with that. <laughs> we will go with that chat sound off as we now wind down on this pay-per-view event. Lo, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me to talk this pay-per-view. It was difficult to navigate and I definitely didn't want to do it alone. And I'm so glad you were available to come on. And you know how much I love you and Haley and your show. And I'm so <laughs> glad to be, you know, pushing forward. Um, you know, it's women's history month, as I said at the beginning of the stream, and it's so important to me to push out the women's wrestling Twitter and the women's wrestling podcasting voices out. So here we are giving our predictions for this show. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. Can you tell everyone where to find you guys? Yes. Yeah, so we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, wherever you listen to your podcast, it's Wrestling Wind Down. So W-I-N-E-D-O-W-N. And we are on Instagram and we're on Twitter at W-W-D-C-A-S-T-N. We are always tweeting. We love to hear what people think about the show as well as their thoughts on anything in professional wrestling. Yes, love it. So thank you again so much for joining me. And everyone in the chat who stopped by, Colin, Mags, Bad Motor Finger, uh, Noob, and Conrad, and everyone else who came to say hello. We appreciate you so very much. Go follow Queen's Court on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And of course, me, the queen of any on Twitter. And uh, we hope you enjoy this pay-per-view. And thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. Thank you.